0: Thanks for tuning in to the Direct Access to Oxford Physical Therapy podcast, where we talk about your body, how it moves, and empowering you with the knowledge to manage and treat your pain or discomfort. You will also get an exclusive behind-the-scenes look at a successful private practice. You have the questions, and we have the answers. Now let's get moving.
1: Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Direct Access to Oxford Physical Therapy podcast. I'm your host, Matt.
0: And your co-host, Allie.
1: And today we're going to kind of answer, you know, one of our goals Mm -hmm. with direct access to Oxford Physical Therapy is to give information and education. Right. And so we're going to answer one of the burning questions we get all the time from patients. Yeah. And that is, Allie?
0: Why should I go to PT and not a chiropractor? Or why should I go straight to PT and not, you know, one of these outpatient or like boutique healthcare situations like a stretch lab
1: yeah that's a good question um you know and uh i think probably first looking a little bit at the differences of what is chiropractic and yeah. physical therapy to address your Not first saying question that
0: any of these things are bad either nope just differences We're just gonna, yeah um, put it all out there what is the difference matt
1: yeah well, first I'll say that um, you know Oxford Physical Therapy is probably one of the few physical therapy um, organizations that actually uh, do work cooperatively with chiropractors. Mm-hmm. So uh, we have a lot of respect for chiropractors, work with them, and, and don't have anything against them. There are differences in the treatment um, that we each provide. And basically, if you think about um, chiropractic medicine, their foundation is that there's some sort of dysfunction in the biomechanical system or dysfunctional joint. And their philosophy is they're going to do a manipulation. Uh, So it's uh, all manipulative therapy to realign that joint. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's kind of the foundation or at the cornerstone of what chiropractic medicine is. Um, Physical therapy is a little different. Um, You know, we may find a joint that needs a manipulation Mm -hmm. and we are trained in Uh, Many of those manipulative techniques. Um, But we're also going to address a little bit more of the underlying cause with strength and flexibility. And then develop a program, you know, to uh, get someone to be able to maintain that level of strength and flexibility. Uh, Physical therapy is going to fall a little bit more into rehab of post-operative conditions. You know, so if you had a surgery, typically you would go to physical therapy and not rehab with a chiropractor. Right. Um some do, but that's not really most of their forte. Um patients over the years have uh, you know, asked, can I do both? You Mm know, let's say you have a back or a neck chronic ongoing issue. Um I, I don't have a problem with that and I think many of our therapists don't have a problem with that. I think you just have to have communication between the two people that you're working with. So between your chiropractor and your physical therapist it's important that they're on the same page and a lot of times it may be that, um, you know, one discipline works on one area, you know, and one discipline works on the other. So sometimes in combination with chiropractors will work on maybe stabilization and strength and they might work on mobility or something like that. So okay. having those kind of conversations, I think. Is at the benefit of the patient?
0: Yeah, I think a lot of um, today's interest in chiropractic, I I know I see it a lot on videos like Instagram Reels and TikTok, you know, people are really out there to search for that crack. Mm -hmm. It just seems like immediately resolving an issue or a pain. Yeah. It's just that, you know, they even have like, oh, you have to go to my chiropractor. Mm -hmm. What do you say to those people who are like, I'm just out there for that instant relief?
1: Yeah. I think it's uh it comes into a lot of patient education, and physiologically, there is instant relief that happens. Mm-hmm. There's an endorphin, which is kind of like your body's natural painkiller uh, chemical that's released when you do crack a joint, okay. you know? And that's why people get addicted to, like, cracking their knuckles yeah. or cracking their neck or things like that. I
0: think I'm... One of those people that you, you and Pete and Ken were all like, stop doing that. And I can't.
1: Well, a lot of times those folks are doing that for the instant pain relief. And again, Mm -hmm. back to kind of the philosophy of, you know, at physical therapy, sure, everybody wants to feel good immediately, Mm -hmm. right? But realistically, um, you know, that's only going to last a short term. Um, So again, we're trained in some manipulative techniques. And we would say you do a manipulation, you get a window where maybe 45 minutes or so of reduced pain, improved mobility. So at physical therapy, what we would do is do the hands-on technique first, right away in the session, in hopes that you can move better, strengthen better, et cetera, and then do exercises that are going to maintain that. So I think, to your point, the TikTok video, mm-hmm. the craze of I want it better now, Yeah. sometimes that's not always the way. Um, it's It's kind of a yo-yo. Yeah. yeah, you can get that pop, crack, whatever, feel better, but it's going to come back. And so right. we kind of want to undress that underlying cause in physical therapy.
0: So like me, I'm someone who like doesn't physically have anything wrong that I know of, but like seeing those videos almost makes it like, I just want to go to see what they can crack. Would you say that that's not beneficial at all? Well,
1: I think that, um, you know, there like are not a good idea. <laughs> you know, I think that there's uh chiropractors that, you know, probably have opinions that, you know, Regular manipulation is good for your body or good for alignment or joint health. There's definitely a school of thought and a philosophy that says that. Um, As a physical therapist, we're going to look at it philosophically a little bit differently. Um, We're going to probably say that, you know, you shouldn't need regular manipulation if everything is functioning properly. Okay. So, you know, that's where some of our functional movement exams come in. And if people are feeling like that stiff feeling or feeling like they need a manipulation or they need, they're not moving well, they're not moving right, let's get to that root cause okay. and let's figure out what's going on with that. And a lot of times, you know, we can develop programs to, to allow people to kind of independently manage that because our goal would be is that, you know, obviously, you know, we want our patients to come into physical therapy if they need help, right? but we don't want them to feel dependent on us right. like Their they need us to, to function. to graduate. Yeah. Their goal is to be independent, and we want to help them learn the tools. And, you know, a lot of times it may be that we get them set up on a program, and maybe we visit with them again in six weeks or in two months or three months or something like that to update it. But there should be periods where they're not regularly coming into our office
0: one, two, three times a week. Would you say that, I mean, in my head, I think maybe some people who use chiropractic, it's like I go every week or like once a week, and it's just like – maybe their time alone and that's just what they get but
1: yeah I guess some people do um, you know look at it that way um, again I think that's where the f- philosophical differences come in where yeah. you know physical therapists are going to want to more develop a program that you can manage not that we're not there for you on a maintenance level if you needed that if there was something you couldn't independently do um, but that would be more the rare case than the common okay. case
0: Another question we got online was, do you guys provide medical massage?
1: Yeah. So in, in part of uh, a physical therapy plan, uh, there can be massage involved. Right. That's part of the hands-on soft tissue work that we do. Um, It's not your typical relaxation, soft music, hot stones.
0: (laughs) We're not going to whisper. You know,
1: 45 minutes, hour, half hour, you know, full body massage. Right. Um, That's. Massage therapy, you know, which feels good and can, again, be a part of a maintenance program for people. A lot of people use that for stress reduction or, you know, just to feel better. Mm -hmm. Um, But you're really treating symptoms. You're not treating the cause. And so I think so long as... All of these different niches and all of these different programs may have a place for a certain patient. Mm -hmm. And it's nice because I think as physical therapists, we can kind of quarterback that situation a little bit from a musculoskeletal standpoint and say, you know, after an evaluation or after our treatment, say, well, Ali, you might be a great candidate to do a massage once a month or once every six weeks. That might be part of your program.
0: I Uh, would like that. (laughs)
1: Um, Now, in physical therapy, we can do some, you know, and we can do massage to treat. It's going to be more cross friction or more a release technique or something like that versus your traditional what you might think of as relaxation. Again, that, you know, 30, 60, 90 minute massage. Yeah. Um, That's not really what we're going to do in our clinic. Um, but it can be a recommendation uh, and can be a part of a program. Yeah.
0: So it's not like something somebody can go to our website and just say, I want to sign up for a massage. It's, right. We don't offer that. It no. is part of treatment if necessary.
1: Yeah, it is. It's a component of yes. it, but it's not the whole treatment. It's right. not like folks come in and just get a massage and then leave. Um, again, you know, looking at the um, long-term goal of getting folks independent Um, Massage can be a short-term bridge to manage a condition.
0: Awesome.
1: um, Yeah, and your other question, you know, stretch lab and different facilities like that. um, Again, not here to say anything against anyone, but I think that it's important before you... Um, subject or volunteer yourself to be yanked and pulled and twisted in different directions. <laughs> um, you kind of want to know who's doing the yank and pulling. Right. You know, Just and what's like their... every
0: other kind of service you do out there. Doing your research might be yeah. beneficial first.
1: Yeah. So I think when you look at training and education and background, um, you know, when you start taking a joint or a muscle through a range of motion and then you're applying overpressure or you're pulling on it or you're taking it past where it normally goes. You want that to be done by somebody that knows something about physiology, something about the limits of that yeah. tissue or that joint. Someone that can understand the background of what your body is bringing to the table because we all have different mm-hmm. ways we move. So I would just caution folks. Um, you know, I think that again, a great starting point, and that's one of the reasons at the really cornerstone and foundation of why we do the podcast is to let folks know that they have direct access oh, to physical is. therapy. <laughs> and so if they come in and get a physical therapy evaluation mm-hmm. first. For free. Yep. Then they know that they're being looked at by a qualified expert. Mm-hmm. You know, someone that's spent, you know, at this point seven years of schooling and is at a doctorate level um, in physical therapy, they're going to be able to integrate everything in that individual's health history. You know, they may have a condition that makes them more flexible. Okay. There's things out there, and maybe that stretching is not good for them. Oh. They may be less flexible. They may have a condition, you know, or something that makes them not a candidate for that. Or maybe they need to go at it in a different way, more gradual or something like that. So I think that sometimes it's a misnomer, um, you know, that you have to wait until you have this giant injury or a lot of pain or... You know, you have to have a referral or you can only come to physical therapy after surgery. Right. You know, uh, physical therapists can be a great resource to help you. um, You know, maybe maybe you're like, hey, I'm in my 40s and I just feel like when I put my socks and shoes on, it's not as easy as it used to be. And what's going on Mm -hmm. and what should I do? What's a good program for me? How do I you know, I maybe I do this certain exercise two or three times a week is that what I should be doing? Yeah. You know, what do I need to work into my routine? Um, what kind of things out there could be helpful for me? Those are great conversations that we can have within that PT eval and, um, you know, do the exams and the test objectively to quantify and say, well, your particular issue could be hamstring or nerve mobility yeah. or, you know, lower lower abdominal strength yeah. or things like that are things that we can look at. And start to develop a program so you can address these issues and um, spend your time and your resources because none of this is cheap. Yeah. And none of it's without a time commitment. So just make sure that you're doing it um, in a way that's going to be beneficial for you.
0: So you can say that PT encompasses all of these boutique services and that you are on the track to graduate this pain symptom or thing that you're having without having to spend, you know, hundreds and hundreds of dollars at a massage or a stretch lab or um chiro, and your insurance might even cover most of the cost
1: yeah i think uh, you know i think over history and back in time if you look uh when there weren't as many um you know services available all these services were under the umbrella of pt um obviously not chiropractic that's always been a different profession but Over time, different things get piecemealed out. Um, And again, I think maybe a good starting place for folks is get a relationship with a physical therapist. Um, I think the advantage of Oxford Physical Therapy is us being independent Mm -hmm. and private practice. Um, You know, we don't have any allegiance to any particular affiliation. So we can really allow our therapist the autonomy to make the best recommendation for the patient's benefit. Um, and it's going to be a legitimate, valid recommendation. It's not because we're part of some network that has this service or that service right. or this facility or whatever. That they have to use. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we just make recommendations on the patient's behalf. Okay, And so... That goes um, with
0: the B-Visit as well, our free injury screen. Yep. We are going to recommend where they should go if PT is even necessary for them. We're not going to keep them just to you know get their money. Sure.
1: Yeah, I think it's a it's just a, a way to um, you know get a place to start, and I think many people are looking for you know what do I do, um, you know it's kind of funny the most common like cocktail party question, people find out you're a therapist and they're like hey I'm having what about X Y Z you yeah. know and so um, it's interesting I would say that ninety five percent of all of those questions are people that just don't know where to start yeah. You know, and in a matter of five, 10 minutes and talking to them, you can get them on a good pathway. And so I just want to hopefully let our listeners know that everyone has access to that. That's right. You know, it doesn't have to be. "Quote unquote special friends, family, whatever." <laughs> now, if anyone out there is throwing a party and you want me to come, right? I would love it to come. Like a service and I can, that you provide. <laughs> yeah, I can just go around and answer questions. And who
0: needs you know trivia <laughs> or bingo? We have PT.
1: But no, in all seriousness, I think um, you know our mission is to educate the community and be a resource. Yeah. And so, again, we can be there if you don't know where to go. Um, remember, you have that direct access.
0: Yeah, I think that says it all.
1: <laughs> well, great. Thanks for tuning in. We'll talk to you guys soon. Awesome. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye.
0: Thanks for listening. You can find us online at oxfordphysicaltherapy.com and you can also find us on our social media pages like Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and TikTok. Remember, you do not need a doctor's referral to receive physical therapy in the state of Ohio and Kentucky, where we offer double the care for less than half the cost. You can schedule appointments online or stop into any center for a free screen, what we like to call a B visit. Please write a review, send us a comment or message on our social media platforms, and until next time, keep it moving!